Not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast, Not All Heroes Wear Capes, a mom podcast. I'm Tina. And I'm Betsy. And here we are. Today, (laughs) we are going to talk about routine because we are all out of routine right now. (laughs) (laughs) The world has changed. (laughs) The world has come to a screeching halt and we're all going, wait. And And Betsy and I were talking earlier, we've all hit the wall. We've all hit that okay, we're not on vacation anymore. Like this is reality. (laughs) That is so the truth. (laughs) And it's crazy. And like some days are so like good and you feel like you got your stuff together. And then other days, like yesterday, you and I were talking about both of us had such a hard day yesterday. Yes. I told my husband when he got home, I said, honey, I need Kelgon to take me away. Away. Yeah. And I walked downstairs. My husband had to work from home yesterday and I work upstairs in my office and I came downstairs and I was grabbing a cup of coffee and it was the afternoon. And I said, I am just so tired. And he said, go take a nap. And so I did. Yes. Good for you. I went and I took a nap and I think I slept for like, I don't know how long, but I had been up earlier in the morning. God had just called me to pray. And so I was up praying. And then I did finally fall back to sleep, but you just don't sleep as well after you've been, you know, up doing, you're hungry. It's, you know, you think you should be drinking coffee. I don't know. You know what it's like. It's <laughs> what is happening? Are we asleep? Are we awake? And what is the time? What is this time of day? What day is it? <laughs> I don't even I, know what day it is half the time. I am now calling my mother, who is 78 years old, <laughs> and saying, what day of the week is it? Exactly. We have a Zoom room that I meet with every morning here um, as we've been walking through coronavirus crisis. And um, every morning I started out with, today is April 1st, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Because we don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I need that little flip chart where you move from Monday to Tuesday and you may change the number each day. Exactly. Yeah, I need something. My youngest is in fourth grade. Exactly. And then you and I are in two different time zones and I always get the time zone wrong. (laughs) We can just go ahead. I'm either adding wrong or subtracting wrong. I'm like, am I ahead of you or behind you? I don't know. I, it just confuses me. 
And then I thought we were going to talk yesterday or did it, you know, yeah. I got the day of the week wrong. Yeah. I don't know. So we're hoping you guys are all feeling pretty uh, comfortable with us out there because <laughs> we are clearly normal. <laughs> we don't know what the heck day of the week it is or what the date is, but we're talking <laughs> yeah. the day. That's right. And so we actually made it together today. We... <laughs> We send each other texts. Is it today? Is it this time? No, it's this time. Okay. And what are we talking about? <laughs> y'all, I know y'all are not shaking your head and clicking your tongue because y'all are right with us. I get it. Exactly y'all are right. doing the things all day, but you don't know what day of the week it is either. It's no. okay. No. Okay. So we're talking about routine. We're going to talk about routine today. And boy, I'll tell you what. I, Betsy and I were talking before we came on. It's like, okay, she's on one side of a coin and I'm on the other. So my side of the coin is I really need routine and I actually need to sit down and make myself a schedule. And I did that the other day. And <laughs> I was like, yeah. I have a hard time sticking to that. It, it's a discipline issue for me. You know, I'm just like, let me do my thing throughout the day. And hopefully, and I really honestly, unfortunately work best with a deadline. Like when I'm up against a deadline, that's when I do my best work. So, and I'm a procrastinator. It's terrible. <laughs> but Betsy, you were telling me some, a story that was really good before we came on. Okay. So I'm on the other side of that coin and I am, although I do fly by the seat of my pants most of the time, because of what I do, I'm a homeschool mom and I'm doing ministry slash business. I kind of have a routine as I have a schedule and we do our schooling in the morning and I try to be very intentional with it. And, and, um, because of what's going on right now in the world, we have two, um, grown, nearly grown, um, children home. And I've realized that a lot has changed, even though in my mind, it doesn't seem like it should have changed around our house because we're still homeschooling. We still are doing the things um, that we usually do. Um, it, a lot has changed. And I've got to be honest with myself about that. And I felt this major tension of wanting it to go the same way it usually goes. And so I've been talking to the Lord about it. And I say, Lord, I don't like feeling like this. I don't like this tension. I don't like um, this anxiety or whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I've been saying, why am I feeling like this? So I'm seeing this issue and I'm asking. Mm -hmm. And um, I was coming down the stairs this morning and just in my heart, I just, I felt like he was showing me that I wanted a plan because it was something I could count on. Like I was finding mm -hmm. my security in my plan. Mm -hmm. And and I realized that's something that I've always done. Even as a little kid, I would want a plan. And I could, in spite of anything that might be going on around me, I could find some sort of security in that plan. And as I sat down for my quiet time this morning, it was the reality that Jesus is my security only. He can only be the my security, and anything that I else that I put in that spot is not going to suffice. Yep. Yeah, it's so interesting how God isn't it great how He answers us like that when we ask Him <laughs> what's going on here, and hasn't this whole thing is just shaken us all up? Like I don't think any of us are going to come out on the other side of this the same we went into it because there's things God wants to do in our lives. 
There's things he wants to show us in this season that he wants to take through onto the other side. And that's what we were talking about that this morning, me and some of the girls and how, you know, what we want when things get crazy, we're talking about Exodus and here the Israelites got to the Red Sea and the Egyptians started pursuing them. And what did they want to do? They wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to go back to what was familiar. And that's not what God wanted them to do at all, you know, and that's what we do. That's our human knee-jerk reaction is to go back to what is familiar when things are not normal because it makes us feel better. It, it makes, you know, but God's doing a new thing and he wants us to, he's, he's calling us out. Like he's, he's really revealing what's in our hearts. I love how God spoke to you in that. That's really cool. So routine for me, I mean, when I, I had, you know, two different generations of kids. So there was, you know, I had some kids in school and I had some kids at home and I found that when I had the little ones at home, they functioned much better and things were much more peaceful at home if there was a routine in our home. And I found that really early on when they were newborns. Like if they, if I could get them not on a schedule, because back in the day when I was raising my kids, there was this book out and it was all about scheduling your child. You know, <laughs> it's like if my child does not go to sleep at one o'clock, they're going to scream until they go to sleep. And everybody was trying to do this. And these poor children, that's probably like where this generation, why this generation, the millennial generation struggles so much because we had to go by this book. But um, I found that if it was routine and the routine was they would eat, play and sleep. So it was eat, play, sleep, but it didn't, it wasn't based on the clock. It was based on what we did. And so they, as infants, they learned that they didn't, they didn't have to be fed to go to sleep, you know, cause kids like to sleep at the bottle or if you're breastfeeding or whatever, you know, um, but they would learn to self just put themselves to sleep with that routine. And then as they, <coughs> excuse me, as they grew, um, they learned to count on that routine. It, it gave them structure throughout the day. And then, um, we were talking about schedule the other day in my, my zoom room. And I thought, you know, I really do need a schedule because things don't get done here that need to get done. So like I do ministry, I do raising kids on your knees and I love it. And I would do it all day long if I didn't make myself go like do laundry, which I hate or dishes, which I do not like, or <laughs> I mean, it's just really easy to fall into those things that, you love to do. So I sat down the other day and I'm like, okay, how do I do a schedule? And I'm just like, I didn't look anything up on Google or anything. I thought, okay, well, I need to put some priorities down. Like what needs to be done? Yes. So, I mean, for me, my top priority was having quiet time in the morning. So I, I put that down at the top. I, I scheduled in eating because I'm not good about breaking away and going and like sitting down for a meal or taking some time off just to catch my breath, um, exercising, make sure I walk or do something like that during the day, make sure I get my house cleaned on. There were just things that I needed to put down. Another thing that I found that I needed to really schedule was my social media time because in this season, it's easy. I'm an extrovert. So like that's my social right now. 
but that's going to be a really hard habit to break on the other side of this if I don't keep it under control on this side of this. So I even scheduled that in a little bit and I sat down and I, you know, like 6.30 to 7, you know, I'm going to do this and 7 to 7.30, you know, <laughs> this is happening. But it's also fluid. And I mean, I don't have, I have a, a college age daughter at home right now. That's it. My other kids are, are grown and managing their own homes. And so it's a little easier for me to have like time like that. But I find like you have kids at home now and you're home, you're still homeschooling and all of that. So, you know, I've heard other moms say when you have your kids home, you have to be a lot more fluid with that timeline for the day. Yes. And like, I, that, I think structure is such a good word because we do want to, those things that have to get done, need to get done, um, is so important or stuff starts breaking down around here. I mean, I'm going to be honest with six people and five in the house almost every day, Mm -hmm. our kitchen could be unbearable if we are not intentional about cleaning out the dishwasher, putting the dishes up. Right. And, and that affects my peace level, the, the condition of the kitchen at my house. It may not bother anybody else, but because I like to cook so much, to know I have counter space to cook on and know that when I get the chance to start making dinner, I've got a place to do it and I don't have to clean. Like that's an important thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, and so those of you who have young kids at home, um, talking about making setting those goals include those little kids and your elementary school age kids in that conversation of hey guys what do you think needs to be done around the house what are some things that are important to you to see done here mm-hmm. how could you be a part of that solution um and set yourself some goals as a family one of the things that we used to do as um, when our older two were younger is I would set, I would put on a really fun song and I would say, okay, for this whole song, before dad gets home, we're going to play this song and we're going to pick up everything we could pick up just for the song. And when the song's over, we're done. It was shocking. We could clean our whole house. In a, I love I mean, it. Like, it. And it would be one song. So three or four minutes <clears throat> long. Well, and, unless you pick out a really long song and you can get a lot done. Yes. And so it's like everybody, and it was fun. And so instead of feeling like you as mom have the responsibility to do everything Mm -hmm. and involve your kids in it, Elizabeth is 10. And I said to her today, honey, I'm going to make a podcast. Your job is to clean the dishwasher out and put the dishes away. Mm -hmm. You need to do that before you get on any um, device. Right. Right. Don't don't watch a show Mm -hmm. if dishes aren't put up. Right. And so let me ask you this question. So say you were done with this and that's not done. What happens? Like, what do you do? Cause that happens. I mean, I, you know, my kids aren't perfect. They certainly would be like, yeah, right. Let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, then we talk about things as privileges around here. And so television, iPads, somebody's telephone, Mm-hmm. somebody's vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are privileges. Right. And so if they live under our roof, <laughs> <laughs> then there are privileges that you could potentially not have. And now, and, yeah, I, I do want to, I want to do want to have a caveat on that. Okay. We are training our older two people to be adults and 
and Mary Taylor is, um, and so that looks different with her. Mm -hmm. It just says it has to, because she will be out from under my house. It'll be her house and she'll be doing her thing. That's right. So what I would say to her would not be the same that I would say to my 10 year old. Right. Um, but if I go down and the dishes aren't done, then guess what? Elizabeth doesn't get to have this afternoon. That would be the iPad. So it'll be in the box in the kitchen and tomorrow she'll have another chance to use her privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, the overarching theme when you're talking routine and schedules in all of that is that you're the one that's in control and you're the one that has to manage this. And I think for a mom, we have to step up to that plate. We're the ones that are the thermostats in our home. And what I mean by that is we're the ones who control the temperature of the environment in our home. That's good. And, you know, we're not thermometers. And it's so easy as a mom to allow the kids to rule and change the temperature of the home. And it's, it's really, you know, we have to set that pace. We have to have control over our children. They have to understand that we are their authority. And what that teaches them down the road is submission to the ultimate authority, which is God. Because if they're not yes. going to submit to your authority, they're going to have a really hard time submitting to the authority of God. And I can speak to that from experience because I, I was strong-willed growing up. My parents didn't have the control over me that they needed. And I had to hit a brick wall a couple times for God to get my attention because I was so strong-willed. So, you know, this is all, this could probably lead into a whole nother podcast topic, but we really need to be the ones who are setting the tone. You know, here's the schedule, sit down. And I love what you said. Let's just sit down and figure this out together. Cause I think when you involve your kids, you get them on your team. And when you have your kids on your team, it's a whole lot easier to play together instead of just being a dictatorship. So you sit down and you go, okay, what needs to be done? What's our priorities for the day? And then when you sit down with them and say, okay, from this time to this time, we're going to do this. And, you know, I was a big timer mom, but I love the whole idea of playing a song. That's even more fun. Um, but I could also see me getting distracted and dancing instead of getting done with <laughs> Play two songs. That's right. But, and I do want to encourage you moms too. If you're exhausted, Mm -hmm. Like start instilling a quiet hour at your house, even if you have to build up to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's worth it. I mean, I'm, that's something we're talking about around here. It's just so everybody can have their own space for one hour mm -hmm. and um, no devices, all devices put away for whoever is in the house and just you go have your time. And then we come out again. And if, yeah. if you're feeling overwhelmed too with chores, get them involved. Even if you're exhausted with cooking, figure out how to get them to help you. Yes. Um, you you're, we see you and feel your pain because we mm -hmm. have been there. And oh, if yeah. you're standing in the kitchen cutting chicken right now and you're crying because you're so tired, mm -hmm. it's time to reevaluate the way things are going and ask for help with your husband. Admit to him that you're weary and help him, ask him to help you. We have a kind of a rule around here that if attitudes get out of check in a big way. Mm -hmm. I call the principal. Yeah. And if I'm yep. calling the principal, mm -hmm. it ain't a good thing. Right. And 
and yeah. daddy is not going to be pleased. Not mm -hmm. that Taylor is harsh, but he understands if I am calling him, mm -hmm. it's because somebody is being disrespectful and not check, not changing or things are out of hand and people right. aren't listening. Right. And I, you know, I did the same thing. I Rod, I would, you know, say to him, listen, we need to have a family conference tonight because things are not going the way they should. And they knew if we were having a family conference, it was, it was trouble. Like, you know, things have gotten out of hand now when we have to call, you know, Rod father, as they call him. <laughs> My kids call him dad, but most kids call him Rod father. If we have to get Rod father involved, then things have gone too far. But here's the other side of that. As a wife, when we appeal to our husbands like that, they love it. That's a they little do. secret marriage tip. They <laughs> love it when we, yeah, when we go to, um, you know, go to them for help. They love it. So a little marriage tip in the routine podcast, <laughs> and we'll cover some of this stuff later. Anything else on your, on your mind about this routine thing? I just really want to pray for everybody because okay. I, my heart is really going out for folks who are struggling from your perspective and from mine all that happening yep. and trying yep. to figure out which, what to do in this place. So Lord, I just lift up each one of these sweet moms right now. And I thank you that their heart is for you. I thank you that they love their families. I thank you that they are serving them well and serving you well. And, and we just agree right now that um, you're going to just pour your peace out in their homes and in their hearts, in the areas where life could be tweaked a little bit. Um, we just agree they're going to see some solutions. And we thank you, Lord, that you are so, so gracious to meet us right where we are and help us with those yes. things we struggle with. Mm -hmm. And so thank you, God, for meeting these mamas. And we pray, pray, pray that they will um, see some shifting going on and enjoy this time with their kids and their family and their husbands in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here with us today and we'll see you next time. We know how valuable your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today. We hope you've been encouraged. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Enjoy your day, and we will see you again next time.